This is the voice of Dominion broadcast. This is Minister Anastasia Jones, Alexander Jones, and Apostle Chris Ward. We bring you the voice of Dominion broadcast, and we thank you for listening to us now. If you were tuned in via our podcast app, the uh, anchor.fm forward slash the voice of Dominion, we thank you for listening there, or you can listen anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere, Apple, Google, however you do it. You can also contact us if you'd like to write us, call us, email us. Our contact info is Water National P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California 90308. You can email us at wardint at hotmail.com. You can call us at 424-261-3208. You can also text that number anytime. And you can come visit us at 9815 South Vermont in the Los Angeles area, the Duet Christian Church. Every Saturday morning from 8.30 to 11, we bring the word live. Apostle War brings the word. And you are welcome to come and to attend. You also can listen to our Saturday service if you're unable to make it at the Voice of Dominion broadcast channel on YouTube. And our website is www.gamn.life, and you can go there to give donations also. We look forward to having that. Apostle. Yeah, man. We here. Um... You know, for a number of weeks we've been talking about, last week I, t- I talked about specifically the power of the imagination of the soul. And it's primarily because in my own self, I'm making a move from a spiritual standpoint to move into another place mentally that my imagination is on the glory of God. Uh, let's start off with, um, let's go to Matthew chapter 15. And I'll read this because this is one of the meditation scriptures. And and last month I was meditating that this scripture almost daily, just walking through the house, just saying it. Okay. Because one of the things, you know what happens is when God works miracle, releases miracle power in the earth, men's minds are captivated by his goodness. And that's one of the major problems in the earth the miracle power of God is missing. You have to want to spend enough time in the word with the Lord to cleanse, sanctify, and ascend to a righteous place where God sees you as a vessel who can handle that kind of power. He's not going to put a shotgun in a two-year-old's hand and say, go out and play. It's a pump shotgun, and he's walking around the yard with him. He can't hardly hold a gun, but he's playing with it because if if he cocks it, if he drops it and it cocks it, he picks it up and pulls that trigger, he's going to hurt somebody. And primarily itself because it's got a kick to it. It's going to knock him down. It might hit him upside the head. Okay? Now, what is my point in saying that? God did, what, what God wants to do cannot be given to spiritual children. This is grown folks' business. Your mind has to be totally renewed. Wow, was that my stomach growling? Lord Jesus. Did you hear that? I think that's loud enough for the people on radio here. Um, but that's good because I'm fat. I'm in the fastest situation. But you have, we're going to have to change our imaginations and spend enough time in the Word to, one, find a way into sanctification. That is the cleansing and renewing of my mind by the word of God. The two, consider yourself righteous. Understand the redemption plan of Christ Jesus 
and all the benefits that it brings us. Okay. What are the benefits? Unlimited wisdom, knowledge, understanding, because when you start, when you move into that, the Holy Spirit starts to hover over you and he'll create in you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So do you know what to do with all the affairs of life? And you can't do it without faith. That's the other thing. It's less than 5% of the Christians, including the ones in the pulpit, that use real faith every day. I got into with one of my business partners today. He can tell me about what the judge is going to do and all that. I'm like, man, listen, I, my, my case is in the Supreme Court, the court that's in the heavenlies. It's in the Holy of Holies. I, my, my case is before the Supreme Judge, Jesus Christ. I know all that. I know you do. But you don't really believe it because you sit around here talking about what an earthly judge can do, what they can do, and what they're going to do. One, if you have real faith, if you have real Bible faith, if you have a scripture, if you're doing what he told you to do, okay? If you know how to access the benefits, which is what? Healing, health, and deliverance from all sickness, disease, and infirmity, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, and might, in the fear and understanding of the Lord, plenty of money. Say plenty of money. Man, I just gave away $500 this morning. Another. Emptied my account almost. After I went grocery shopping, I was like, dang. And the Lord said, do you believe I can get you some more? I said, I do. And it's a stretching that takes place. The grace of giving is on me. And it was to a ministry that I would rather not give to. That if Chris had his choice. He would not have clicked the button and pulled his card out to give this ministry some money. But I heard God clear me. He said, give them $500. See, because I used to be a minister as part of that organization, and I won't say what the name of it is. And they have, I happened to be stumbled across a program that they had and looked like they was doing something good. I said, oh, that's good. I'm getting ready to click the channel. And the Holy Spirit said, no, I want you to send them $500. Not 100 <laughs> Not 50 not twenty five hundred, amen. And you have not listen. I'm gonna tell you something. You have ninety seven percent of the people that go to church every week have never given five hundred dollars to their own home church, to the pastor, the man, and the house of God that they've been belonging to. Their mom, grandma was on that they with their family's been their family church for four hundred years, and they have never given a five hundred dollar donation least of all to a ministry that they didn't really particularly like because they knew a lot more than other people because they used to be part of it. But God told me to do it, and so I did it. So what is that? That's sanctification. He's sanctifying me to get to the place where I can, my imagination now is on being a wealthy man. So I can do what? Write checks. God ain't going to give you money just to do what you want to do. All these people dying out here every day, man, it's ridiculous. Where did I say go? Matthew 15. Matthew 15.30. And great multitudes came under Chris Ward. Came under who? Chris Ward. Having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others. And cast them down at Chris Ward's feet. And the Holy Spirit healed them. Now, that's the way I, uh, and when I meditate that scripture, I inject my person and my imagination in there. The way, and if you do that, it will, it'll, it'll, you, you'll begin to see yourself being able to work that. I prayed for a man yesterday morning. Somebody called me and said, I need prayer. My dad's feet are swollen all up. He's in a lot of pain. And I prayed on the phone. 
Talked to them later today. His feet was down. He's doing much better. Praise God. That's a miracle. But who would have, you know, you're not going to call somebody you don't believe know how to pray. In a time of trial and trouble, you're going to call somebody that you know how, that you know knows how to get a prayer in through to God. Somebody that has enough sanctification and holiness that God going to answer the prayer because it's a critical situation. It says here in verse 31, in so much that the multitude wondered what happened. He captivated their imagination. Let's look at this word wondered. Oh, wow. To admire, have an admiration, marvel, wonder. So they went from having church to being having their imagination totally captivated by the Lord. When they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to be whole, the lame to walk, the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. That's why God needs vessels in this earth. And it's a sacrificial lifestyle. It is. The last two hours to three hours before I go to bed, I normally go to sleep around 12. I turn everything off about 12. From 8 until 12, there might be a program that I'm looking at. And I'm constantly looking at this stuff to gather more information. I don't want to be totally separated from the world to the place where I cannot be touched by the infirmities of what people are going through out here. But at the same time, I have to meter how much of that I allow to go through my, my ear and my eye gates. And then for the last three hours before I go to bed, I'm, I'm soaked in the word, man. I get up in the morning, I pray for, an hour, pray for an hour in the spirit, and I'll start my meditation pattern if time allows, depending on what my schedule is. And I'm very busy now. We have a business that's booming. But I get up and I pray in the spirit. I'm drinking my coffee and I'm praying in the spirit. And thanking God for allowing me to, to wake up another day. And then my wife serves breakfast, normally about within an hour to two hours after I get up. And it's it's a wonderful. And I thank God for the having something to eat. So and it says, and they wonder. So what happened? Their imagination was captivated. Let's go to Genesis chapter 11. So you're gonna have to get to a place where God can use your mind to contemplate heavenly issues, to contemplate kingdom priorities, to contemplate agape love, to contemplate and think more about other people, starting with God first, and how to be a blessing to them than you do of your own self. Read Genesis chapter 11, one for me. And the whole earth was one language and one speech. Okay, now that's a that hasn't from the time that you see this in the Bible till now, that has never taken place. Okay, it's never been restored, and we can really see why it was it was not restored. Go ahead and read it. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there, and okay. they said one to another to go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime, had they for mortar. So they came to a, to a vacant vacant place, and they began to build. Okay, go ahead. Verse 4. And they said, Go to let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach into heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Now, 
So what were they trying to do here? Let's, 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 they, they're trying to unsee God. Now, we're not talking about the modern skyscrapers that we have today. We're talking about men with bricks and some, and some tar. Okay. And they're sitting here talking about, let us build a tower under heaven to the third heaven. What was their imagination really on? Pulling God down. Rebelling against God. Read verse 4. And they said, Go, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered among the face of the earth. And okay, this word here is Shemayim, the heaven, meaning to be lofty, the sky, aloft, the dual, perhaps, alluding to the visible arch in which the clouds move, as well as the high, higher either where the celestial bodies revolve. Revolve. How in the world were they going to do that with some bricks? Now, we got some skyscrapers in this, in this earth here. We had the World Trade Towers, which at one time, until a lot, God allowed them to be, be taken down by two planes, were the two largest, highest buildings, I think the Sears Tower now, in Chicago, and they got some other stuff. But imagine this in Bible times with mortar and some stickums. That's what they had. Okay. They sitting up here talking about let us build to into the heavens. Read that part again for me, Alex. In a tower who let us build a city in a tower whose top may may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name. Let a, uh, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. They wanted a name other than Jehovah. They wanted to unsee God. Read verse 5 for me. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And the Lord said, Behold, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this they began to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they imagined to do. Which they imagined to do. Can you see how powerful imagination is? If you imagine it, you're going to do it. If you meditate the scripture, Joshua 1 8, you're going to be cleansing your mind so that you can imagine what God wants you to imagine. Your mind will be stayed on Him because in, John, in the book of John, John 1 1, we know that Jesus was the living word who came here. So all of this scripture is given for reproof, for correction. And when you meditate, you cleansing your imagination, your mind of all unsavory, ungodly, and wicked things. You see in Genesis chapter 6, let's go back to that. Uh, read verse 7 for me. Go to, let us go down and there confound their language that we, they may not understand one another's speech. So he removed understanding from them. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He removed understanding. Go ahead. And the Lord scattered them abroad from there upon the face of all the earth and left off to build the city. So they could no longer build it. He stopped them. But he said, this thing that they imagine, if I don't stop them, it'll be done. Read verse 9. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from there the Lord scattered them abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And now you have the beginning of the Babylonian Empire. The word Babylon means confusion. 
The word Egypt means limited. And those are two metaphors for the world system. And if you're going to live in the flesh, um, let me go by. I'm going to do the scripture one more time because some people didn't hear. Jeremiah chapter 17. I just have to, this is a refresher, but I'm on the same vein. But I started with the miracles of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 17, verse 5. Read that for me, Alex. Thus said the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departs from the Lord. Cursed is the man who trusts in man, who trusts in Babylon, who trusts in Egypt, who trusts in the world system, whether it's economically or religiously or politically or from a social standpoint. You can you get caught up in this, this social wave of foolishness that's going on now, you're going to bust hell wide open and die prematurely and be broke. Okay? Go ahead. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. Your, your ability to see and have understanding going to be removed. You're not going to be able to see, see goodness. For he should be like a heath in the desert and shall not see when good cometh. And that's the number one thing that plagues most people. They Opportunities are given to them and they don't see no way to take advantage of them. Because their mind is not on service to the Lord. Their, their faith fails somewhere along the way, or they're not using faith. Or number three, they don't want to do it. I'll do whatever I need to do to maintain my ministry, to cover me and my wife's head, okay, inside the word. I ain't robbing, killing, stealing, destroying nobody. But the word has afforded me the opportunity through the meditation and the imagination that's built up to imagine yourself being able to take care of all of your needs and then to move into a place supernaturally where you can meet other people's needs. Go ahead and read, Alex. You shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and is not inhabited. It's hot, it's parched, you ain't got no water, and you got salt all around your lips. They got the salt flats, 500 miles of flat salt, blowing wind. And if you had to walk across that, that salt, it would eat all the skin off of your face. Your lips would fall off because there ain't no water there, okay? Mm -hmm. Wind blowing, and it's 100 plus degrees. Lord Jesus, help me, Lord Jesus. That's a, the, what is it called, the Bonneville salt flats? That's a picture of it right there. You imagine living out there. Okay, read verse 7. But blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Ooh, blessed is the man. Empowered by God is the man. Helped by God is the man. Favored by God is the man that trusteth in the Lord whose hope the Lord is. Mm -mm -mm. Read that again for me, man. That sounds so good. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Jeremiah 17, 8. Read that. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters. Ooh, you planted by the waters, baby. Take your shoes off. You know, they got some little fish that'll eat all the dead skin off your feet. It's a it's an Asian thing, man. You put it in there and the little fish nibble. I was in the Bahamas one day and, and a couple, couple fish came up and bumped me. The water was so clear. I saw them coming. I was like, oh, look at these fish. Fish just came up and kind of, they didn't bite me or nothing. Just kind of nibbled around. 
on my ankles and toes. I was like, oh, Lord, I ain't used to this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but what was that? They were saying, Chris, we love you. Apostle, we love you. You like God. We want to be close to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also looking for that big old nasty fish with all them teeth in his mouth. Because this shark's eating people up right now, man. That was years ago. But anyway, read verse 8 for me. Notice that one. For he should be like a tree planted by the water and spreads out the roots by the river and shall not see when the heat comes, but her leaf should be green and shall not be careful in the time of drought. He don't have to worry about no drought. See, if you give him $500 checks on the run, you ain't got to worry about running out. If you're giving above the amount, if you're giving away more money than you're spending on your bills, guess what? You're going to have a flow. I ain't scared. <laughs> but his leaves should be green, and he should not be careful in the year of drought. He ain't going to have to. But I wonder if I should do this. I wonder if I, listen, I went to Costco last night. I try to stay on the $100 because they move stuff around. You be throwing stuff in the bucket, and you look up, and it'd be $250. You, be, you, have, you can get $250 in, in, the, in one of the big old bags. Costco got some big baskets. For a good reason. They got some big baskets. You can spend two hundred dollars there in a blink. And I was late getting there. I, they said it closed at eight thirty. I got in the store at eight o'clock. I was I was pushing them, baby, getting all the stuff because I want to go on to get the shopping out the way. Okay, and still gave the five hundred dollars. Lunch money left, and I was like, okay, it's the it's the twentieth. I got eleven days. But see, that's that's the world's thinking. And watch this. I say I got eleven days. But I'm believing for money to come to me every day. Every day my wife go to the box. She said, I'm going to the box. I said, get that check, baby. Somebody done sent us some money. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Read that again because it sounds so good. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out the roots by the river and shall not see when the heat comes. But her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. You're never going to cease from having new fruit pop up in your life. That is a economic producing scripture. That's a wealth scripture right there. That's a flow of money that will not cease. But going back to the first man, listen, if if your, 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 your consciousness is constantly on the flesh. See, if I was in the flesh, I wouldn't have gave that money. I got a whole bunch of stuff I need to do to expand my business and I'm looking for an office, and, you know, it's, it's, it's me, 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 my eyes for Thus said the Lord, verse 5, Jeremiah, curses a man that trusteth in man and make it flesh his arm, a new place, a new house, a new office, some stuff I need to order, some things I need to do. Say, I, say me, my eye, it's the flesh. Say, me, my eye. My eye. Uh-huh, it's the flesh. It is the flesh. So, Alex, give me a testimony today about what your imagination has produced for you in the last week. Come on now. Holla at your boy. Holla at the prophet and apostle. That's what you got. I'm putting you on the spot. I know. See, when you show up, you, you can bet I'm going to put you on the spot, brother. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm always imagining. And one of the I work, uh, I drive all over L.A. County, but one of my favorite areas to work is Beverly Hills. What? Uh-uh. Not just because of the uh, potential for larger uh, income disbursements, but... I get to drive through those nice neighborhoods and remind myself Wee. and keep my faith on what God promised me. Mm-hmm. And what did he promise you, young man? 
to be rich and prosperous and mighty in the Lord. <laughs> to be what? Let's go to Second Second uh, Corinthians ten. Uh, because when and you know your your imagination can get out of control. I don't care who you are. This world that we live in, the Bible says the little foxes creep in. Mm-hmm. Somebody offends you. Something happened that you didn't plan for. You get stuck in a place that you know you do. You done done all that. You didn't gave and ministered to people and went to church and supported your pastor and loved everybody you could. And you you find yourself in a place that you don't want to be in. And the first thing that happens is, you know, our countenance, our imagination drops. The Bible says to look up to the hills from whence thy help cometh. If you ever notice somebody's going through a bad time, their countenance is dropped, their head is down. And when the head goes down, their conversation, which is the confession coming out of their mouth. I was talking to somebody recently, and um, they said, I said, hey, baby, how you doing? da 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 and she said, oh, well, I'm, I, I guess I'm going to be all right. I said, stop that foolishness. Raise up your head. You are the, say it with me, you are the favorite. I, I am, am the, the favorite, favorite of the Lord. Lord. I am rich and famous. I have God's goodness, his mercy operating continually. Why? Because that's not, that's not normal. And so when those times come, here's what you got to do. Go to a second ten. I am on chapter four, Lord Jesus. Obsteperous wealth. And let's go to verse nine. Mm-mm, wait a minute, I messed that up. Casting down. Uh-uh. I'm gonna find this now. Uh, this scripture. So tell us about tell us about what 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 that does for you, Alex. While I'm looking for the scripture here. To refocus my imagination on the future and not look at what I do have or don't have right now. Okay, read uh, second, second uh, Corinthians ten two for me. But read I, on down. I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, with that I think to behold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Keep going. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Mm-hmm. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exhausts itself above the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Stop right there. So that's a weapon. See, when I spoke to this young lady yesterday, her imagination, her countenance had dropped. You're supposed to cast down imaginations, even if you're in a bad circumstance, because that's when you really need to do it. Mm-hmm. Everybody can be hunky-dory when everything is going just fine. You got a million dollars in the bank, all your houses and cars is paid for. You got a beautiful wife and kids running through America. You got a private jet you can get on, go anywhere you want to. Take the helicopter to work so you ain't got to deal with no traffic. Just land on top of the building. And they open the doors for you everywhere you go. Everybody can be happy when that's the situation if you say, but if not, we saw, and biblically, the Bible tells us that rich people that do not have the Lord are in constant fear. They don't have rest. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9, real quick. Wow. Four. Mm hmm. 
Well, we'll come back to that next week. Y'all follow with us. We mentioned on the supernatural power of God. I want to give you an opportunity to receive the Lord right now. Go ahead ahead and do the altar call. Just repeat this prayer after me, those who are listening. Say, Dear God, I believe in the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for my sins. I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart, to forgive me for my sins, to live, dwell, and abide inside of me. Be Lord over my life, now and forever, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I surrender unto you, to your will, to your direction, and captivate my imagination with what you want for my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, call me at 424-261-3208. You can email me at wardint at hotmail.com. You can visit us on Saturday morning at 830 at 9815 South Vermont. That's the do Christian Church, Los Angeles, California, 90044. We'd love to hear from you. If you you got comments, we'd love to hear from you. So you can go to gamn.life and give us a donation, or you can go to Anchor. Uh, podcast F- anchor anchor.com what is it anchor anchor.fm anchor.fm uh apple podcast pandora uh spotify with we, we, this program is on all of them and we'd love to hear what you got to say we love you with the love of the lord this is the apostle and prophet chris ward this is the voice of dominion broadcast amen At this time, we would like to say thank you to all of our listeners out there and our ministry supporters. We thank you for your support. And if you have not become a supporter yet, you may do so by checking out the listener support option in the Anchor app. You can also go to our website at www.gamn.life and go to the donations page and make a donation there. We do appreciate all of your support as your donations help to continue the broadcast of this show. And to help us to put on new conferences for the Global Apostolic Ministerial Network in your city and your hometown. We thank you for your support and have a wonderful evening.